Hello, 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 Christmas Flixers. Welcome back to episode 15 of Chicks on Christmas Flicks, where we can never have too many Christmas movies. We can only have not enough Christmas movies. I'm KL Brady, joined by Kathleen. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. It's nice to be here with you again. Nice to be here with you. Thank you. So trying fun. out a new time slot here, and I'm not I, as perky. Right. So, you know. <laughs> and I have not had coffee. I'm going to. That's what? My, that's my caveat for the morning. <laughs> all right, not, girl, yeah. let's just pause now. So, Go get some. So let's let's hope good. all goes well. <laughs> if my brain's moving a little slow. Walking is- on thin ice there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, if you haven't already, please check out episode 14 of the show. Besides being Kathleen's amazing debut, um, we recapped our week one movies, which included Christmas on Ice, Jingle Bell Bride, and Christmas Unwrapped. We also gave our hot or not picks of the week. This week is amazing. So we're recapping One Royal Holiday, Delivered by Christmas, and a crafty Christmas romance, along with bringing you our hot or not picks of the week, which include a candy cane Christmas, which I was kind of surprised about. So uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys a little bit more about that one. But first things first. So as always, we are so appreciative of the time that you guys take out of your busy, crazy, ridiculous, insane schedules especially now in the united states we're going through this whole election craziness so i mean for you guys to take time out of your schedules to sit down and listen to this podcast is just amazing and we are so thankful so based on you know a little uh kind of a recommendation but not (laughs) that kathleen threw out last week um what I decided to do from this week forward, going through the season, is when we do our St. Nick shout out, that we also include a little of the Christmas background of what's going on in your area for the Christmas areas that I could find something quirky because I'm quirky. <laughs> um, so that's what we're gonna do this week, which I'm really excited about. There's some kind of good stuff. So. With the, with, uh, without further ado, let's get to it. Remember, the St. Nick shout out. We don't remember. We don't, we don't know where you are, but we know where you live. Okay. So this week's shout outs go to number one, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And so what I found that was really kind of cool about Eau Claire, it's kind of like the big small town, right? Um, but they had this place called the Lazy Monk Brewing. Okay, anything that has to do with beer, I'm in. <laughs> We're gonna start there, right? <laughs> if it's beer, I'm like all over it. And then it's like beer and Christmas, it's like amazing. So um, apparently uh, in Chippewa Valley, they have this thing called, and I cannot pronounce it, so uh, forgive me, but it's like uh, Christmas, Christmas, Kindle Market, Christmas Kindle Market, 
where, um, you know, they have all these like outdoor shopping and all this kind of stuff. And then apparently this, this lazy monk brewing, um, also hosts this ugly sweater fun run. <laughs> Yay. Isn't that awesome? Way to, way like, to go, Eau Claire. What a, what a fun activity, right? Yes. And it sounds like we can do it even with COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Outside in ugly sweaters. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. I'm going to, so, I'm going to look that up and see if I can get some pictures of that. <laughs> and they do have pictures. They do have pictures. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah. So um, thank you for joining us, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Number two on our uh, St. Nick shout outs is, and I am going to massacre this name. I'm just going to let you know it's Indian and India, the country, and that's Bayandar Maharashtra. Maharashtra. That sounds pretty good to me. Not that I know, but. <laughs> Bayandar Maharashtra. Uh, India. It's near Mumbai. And they do Christmas events here. And so apparently they have gospel choirs. They do uh, <laughs> gift distribution, Christmas dinners, which I'm all about the dinner. Okay. <laughs> Especially in India. <laughs> I'd, uh, love I'd love to get with those Indian Christmas dinners. <laughs> hello. Hello, man. I, I, to me, I call it like the soul food of Asia, right? Oh, <laughs> it's like, Indian food is still, I mean, well, all Asian food. Yeah. But yeah. Mm. it is the best. Okay. So, um, so then they do caroling and they decorate houses and it's all really amazing so um thank you for joining us um from india that's amazing welcome india how exciting yeah very exciting okay uh number three on our saint nick shout outs is cranston rhode island so welcome cranston so here's the big thing they have this um winter festival at carousel village so like this apparently this really old carousel Aww. and they have all kinds of events around it like the um ice carving demonstrations and horse drawn hay rides and all that kind of fun nice isn't that nice cool that yeah that's amazing <laughs> and so welcome cranston rhode island and then number four on our uh second shout out is Santa Rosa Waregui. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. Okay, we're just gonna say uh Santa Rosa something something um Quarataro um in Mexico. I got that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mexico. Viva Mexico. Thank you. <laughs> So thank you for joining us. Pam, I, let me tell you, the pictures, you got to go just check it out on, on the web. The pictures of their Christmases are amazing. Like they have these beautiful nativity scenes, hand-blown, um, handmade ornaments, poinsettias. And then they have this neat thing. It's called the Forest of the Christmas Tree, where it's like right below a, a volcano where they grow wow. trees. And apparently it's been... They've had this um, forest for like 50 years. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. So you go to this place and you cut down your own Christmas tree. Once COVID's over, we should we should do a road tour. Well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that sounds we'll amazing. visit these places. Right? Yeah. That sounds completely amazing. 
All right. And then number five in our St. Nick shout outs, five and final, is uh, Regina, Saskatchewan, which is in Canada. So welcome again, another part of Canada. Canada, we've got like a, we've got quite a few listeners in, uh, in Canada in various areas. So that's very exciting. But here's, this was really kind of funny. So what I found here is they have Christmas in Moose Jaw. <laughs> and they have this big light display in Moose Jaw. But the name Moose Jaw was what got me. <laughs> like, wow, that's, you know, there's a lot of moose in Canada. I moose? just want to say, as a, as a former uh, Vermonter, that uh, I give huge props to the Canadians for their light displays and everybody up north. I, I could not believe the light displays when we moved down here to Virginia because it's warm, right? Everyone's out there. They got music. They got, I mean, they got flashing. I mean, it's, it's elaborate. Anybody that's doing elaborate light displays up north it's cold. It's terrible. It's dangerous to get right. up there and do that stuff. So good, good for you, Moose Jaw and Regina. <laughs> Woo! Bring yes. it, bring <laughs> it, even despite the cold and misery. Right? Love you guys. Yep. Amazing, amazing. And I used to live in Ohio, um, where we got the like lake effects and all of that. Is Ohio cold? Oh. Oh, is it cold? I, don't know. I, mean, I remember I went to the University of Akron and uh, snow day story, quick snow day story. So they had a snow day. Like I was from DC, right? So I'm used to like snow day being like three or four inches of snow and like it paralyzes the entire city. Yes, right? it does. <laughs> Everything stops. I couldn't believe it when I first moved here. <laughs> even, even you see a snowflake, like the city stops, right? So I'm in Akron. And they say there's going to be two feet of snow. And I'm like, oh, we are down for the week. There's no school for the week. Do you know they scooped that crap out of the way yeah. overnight? And the next morning, we were in class. That's I it. Like, Otherwise, you'd never go to school. I'm like, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how it's supposed to go. Oh, we're in month. <laughs> Yeah, DC's are no people get out of their car. I've seen I heard people leave their car on the highway. Oh, they just like they're done. They <laughs> I, I've seen I've actually seen that like when we had Snowmageddon. Yes, I was coming down the GW Parkway. People were like abandoning their cars. <laughs> where are they going? I don't believe they have a bunch of packs and you know good boots in the back of the car where they're gonna walk anybody. I mean. I know. Whatever. All right. So we're gonna move away from our, our snowmageddon stories and move into our ho 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 holiday headlines. Now, I, honestly, I didn't have a whole lot this week, but I did see like a couple of like articles that I was really uh interested in for one reason. And the first the books based on movies, right? So I saw this and I didn't know that there were a few movies, Christmas movies that I love that I didn't know were actually based on books. Um, and so the first one on that list was The Jingle Bell Bride. I did not know that was based on a book. It was based on a 2017 novel by Scarlett Wilson. How about that? So we have an author to thank for that wonderful movie. Amazing. All right. Uh, the next book on the list is The Northern Lights of Christmas. Now, I mean, I love that movie. You know, that's with Ashley Williams and uh, Corey Sevier. And um, I did not know that was based on 
a movie, but they changed the name. So the original book was Sleigh Bell Sweethearts, and they changed it to the Northern Lights Christmas. Um, so that's kind of amazing. Um, then that's a Hallmark movie. And then um, A Bramble House Christmas was named after a book of the same name, A Bramble House Christmas by C.J. Carmichael. Um, kind of amazing. And then last but not least, I did not know Christmas Joy with Danielle Panabaker was actually based on um, a Christmas book. So, and that's by Nancy Nagel and she does a bunch of stuff for Hallmark, but I did not know that was actually based on a book. So that's kind of, kind of awesome. And then the second little piece of news, and this came into my box, my mailbox this week. So I was completely unaware. So I think last week I said something about like Christmas movie merch, right? And I was talking about the Hallmark store and how uh, Lifetime didn't have a store. Turns out Lifetime's got a store. Of course they have a store. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> well, neither did I, but I mean, I can't believe, you know. <laughs> I really, but you know. It's a wonderful Lifetime. They'd let that go without, you know, getting some yeah. merch in there too. <laughs> well, they've got like major merch. So I went on and kind of like tried to find some like the, the <laughs> weird, weird have a cutting board. Weirdly, weirdly priced, weird, weird like merch that uh -huh. they have available and so like in the hallmark store the thing that you know they've got the stuff you know i'll probably end up with a pair of the slippers or the slipper socks <laughs> at some point in my life and i'll probably end up with the coffee mug because i collect coffee mugs like crazy but here's what was funny i saw the popcorn bowl there's a popcorn bowl it's a 30 dollar popcorn bowl what's on this bowl what <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, you know, I'm a Hallmark movie fan or something. I don't even know. It's wow. like red bowl with some white lettering. And I mean, I did not see anything that said $30 popcorn bowl. <laughs> I guess you could use it for things other than popcorn. You know, yeah. or can you, does it say popcorn? It's popcorn bowl. Uh, and it's, you know, if you wanted to break it out for, you know, Christmas treats or something. You know, it, there's an intended purpose. Get more money's, get more of your money's worth out of it. And then I saw the, uh, they have the Monopoly. They have the Hallmark movie Monopoly. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's like a whole, you could just buy all this stuff and just hunker down, you know, with your popcorn and your Monopoly and... They kind of give you the whole lifestyle there. The socks. <laughs> right? Everything Hallmark. Right, right. And then uh, the last thing I saw that kind of jumped out at me was this uh, Hallmark number one fan ugly sweater. And it truly is an ugly sweater. Now, they don't call it an ugly sweater. They call it a number one fan sweater. Oh. But it's ugly. <laughs> oh, I got to check that out. I got to check that out. Okay. <laughs> You can have it for a cool 50 bucks. What, oh, <laughs> what's on it? Like, what is it? Hallmark number one fan. Literally those words. Wow. <laughs> Does it have like any sparkles or, it, you know, it's specialness? No. It, oh. doesn't, it okay. doesn't sparkle or it doesn't light up or anything. It's just red wow. white. I think they need to hire us to kind of up their... Uh, your merch uh, yeah. offerings. I, I think we could. I, think I got we some ideas. Yeah. 
<laughs> and so in the Lifetime store, again, I just took a peek because I was like, um, so they had a couple of, like, basically, I mean, it was mostly normal kind of stuff. T-shirts, sweatshirts and stuff. Um, for me, I saw the stemless wine glasses and mugs, of which I will eventually own. Okay, just <laughs> saying that. Um, my favorite thing was a "Tis the Season to Binge" holiday movie sweatshirt. Oh yeah, you need that. I'm that... Awesome. <laughs> they should send you one for free. <laughs> if you're listening, Lifetime, I will take uh, one uh, sweatshirt. I like this though because it does seem like Lifetime is. Um... Well, wait a minute. Hallmark is the one that has the wine, right? Yeah. But Lifetime sells the wine glasses. See, but you know how Mark sells wine glasses. Oh, they do. Okay, yeah, that wasn't on your list, so mm-hmm. I was not sure. Uh, yeah, that would be a missed opportunity there. That you know. <laughs> no, I'm sure next season Lifetime is going to be coming out with the wine. <laughs> oh, good. We can compare. I know, I know right? I'm almost. <laughs> Hold me back. And so then the last thing on the uh, Lifetime store list that I thought was kind of weird was a cutting board. <laughs> I was like, it's and it has like it's a wonderful lifetime imprinting imprinting. But it's a cutting board. A cutting board. So I don't know. Maybe it's for like serving cheese and you know, like with your stemless wine glasses. Your horse movers with your with your cheese and your salami, right? Is it like engraved in it or just uh yeah, it's engraved in it. So yeah. Like the cheese gets into the engraving? I don't like when you cut it? I don't I'm know. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out why you have hmm. a cutting board with it's a wonderful lifetime engraving. Except for that, it's just decorative. In which case, it's $31.95 of the, you know, decoration. Christmas is a decoration. I'm looking this up. And it's not usable, really. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Maybe people <laughs> like hang it on their wall. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not for me. I don't know. <laughs> Or the wine glass mug uh, sweatshirt girl, not the cutting board girl. So yeah, not the popcorn bowl, and 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 not the cutting board. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So let's move on with our weekly recaps. This is awesome. We we'll get to it. So first, I'm gonna knock one out of the way because I know you didn't get the chance to watch this one, which was one royal holiday. So I ended up falling asleep about seven o'clock and I had to, I woke up like in the middle of the night. So thank, thankfully I had DVR this and I watched it and I gotta be honest, I went into this with like really low expectations. It was like another Royal movie, right? Mm-hmm. There's was like a billion of them. It's a favorite theme. Yes. It's huge. Um, and I, I had a little bit of hope because I know that Crystal Joy Brown, who's like, you know, she's like one of the big Broadway stars and stuff. Hmm. And I saw her, she's a black woman. So you have a black woman in a royal movie. It doesn't always happen, especially, now what I will say is they've had black characters in royal movies before, but they've not been she's in a She's the star. Movie. Yeah, that's that's huge. I mean, the movie I watched, the, the, the black guy was like, he didn't even have a name. Yes, he's like right. you know paul the the guard the security I mean, right yeah you know like, it's irritating i mean come not- on people <laughs> so 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 this was good so i was like um you know i'm all about this yeah and so i started watching but I, again i didn't have high hopes but i gotta say hallmark came with it with the royal movie good. Got another 
one. Oh, I, I gotta watch that one. Then. Yeah, it was actually good. Good. Oh, good. Uh, um, so Crystal, she's not the star uh, of the movie, but she had a romantic. It was she was the B story. Oh, but okay. she still had like the little romance going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. It was like, man, unusual, and she was a mayor. So she oh, was, good. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Good position, right? Not the shopkeeper. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, not that there's anything wrong with shopkeeping. I mean, shopkeeping is right. great, yeah. but let's shake it up a little, people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's shake it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So then it stars actually Laura Osnes and um, Aaron Tveit. Now, um, Laura has been on a bunch of other Hallmark movies on um, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Channel uh, um, with the veteran, a couple of veteran movies, right? But um, Aaron today, like this is his first time, I think, being on home in a Hallmark movie. Now I know him from Graceland. I used to watch Graceland like crazy. It was like a FBI drama that came on Fox. I love that, and I don't love uh, very many FBI dramas, but I oh, love that one. That, that sounds one. good. Can you yeah, still watch it? It was very, very good. I think you can like watch it on Netflix. Actually. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, you can watch all the seasons on Netflix. But anyway, he was amazing in that. He played the lead in that. So this was a completely different role. If you know him from Graceland, you'll know this was like a complete 180 in terms of roles. Branching out. He kind of played like the cranky royal, kind of stuffy, stodgy, whatever. <laughs> and, um, and so then uh, she plays this nurse right and um it's they started out in the same hospital for very different reasons she was there because she was a nurse he was there for some charity thing and then by you know some twist of fate they end up getting stranded in her world (laughs) but of course (laughs) but thankfully her father owns an inn oh thankfully thankfully (laughs) and then they get to the inn and they get snowed in and so through you know a bunch of uh interactions and stuff we learn he's really not the stodgy mean or kind of snotty kill surprise was he he's a softy cushion little marshmallow there and um and she is of course so wonderful she brings it out of him now here's what i will say about it one um for these movies to work, it's got to be it's the writing, right? It's all about the writing and it's all about the acting and they knocked it out of the park with this. Yay! Uh, bunch of good quips, bunch of good one-liners, which you don't typically see in a royal movie. So I was really, really kind of glad for that. Um, it's got a great Christmassy vibe. Um, I will say uh, Laura Osnes' voice is very Disney princessy. When I hear her voice, I hear she could be Ariel or she could be Belle. <laughs> or yeah, you can hear it. You can hear it in how she sings. You can hear it in how she speaks. I hear it's like a Disney movie for me when I see it, right? In a good way. Nasha, um, cool. And um, again, uh, Aaron plays great. So his character art is great, where he goes from grumpy to great, right? Good. <laughs> so, so all in all. Again, I would I would definitely recommend you spend some time with this movie. Now, what I will say is I did delete it from my DVR. But if it comes on TV, I am not changing the channel. I will keep it on the channel and watch that again. That, it's solid. So I give it a solid four Christmas trees. Okay? Good to know. Solid four, okay? 
All right, moving on. We are going to our favorite, quote unquote, favorite movie of the week, A Crafty Christmas. <laughs> okay, so. Grown, grown. Uh, Crafty Christmas was interesting, to say the least. Okay, so Lifetime, it was on Friday. And honestly, I can't even remember the stars, <laughs> the names of the stars, and I didn't write it down. I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, but anyway, so let me just preface this by saying a couple of things. Lifetime gets a lot of props this season for like really helping to drive the diversity in the movies across all networks. They really did help help do that. And they put together some really good movies. And I'll be talking about one of them later. Unfortunately, this was not one of those movies. <laughs> it's a dog. It was not one oh. at all. Um, it was on the Christmas movie struggle bus from pretty much the beginning to the end. <laughs> so anyway, Kathleen, I'm going to let you lead out with your thoughts on the movie because you felt strongly like early <laughs> we were we were live tweeting and then we were texting <laughs> I, I i stopped live tweeting i mean i just didn't want i didn't want people to come along on this <laughs> the bus of misery <laughs> first of all okay crafty christmas they did like one craft the whole time so uh, where is this title coming from? Is it supposed to be some kind of pun? You yep. know, like, oh, it's really, oh, it's crafty. The plot, the plot was not crafty. The plot was terrible. <laughs> Involving a, you know, a mysterious met coin, missing a coin. And yeah, that's, it just was so bad. Um, on the diversity scale, as Carla noticed, I mean, like a negative two. These are my, <laughs> these are, these are my, my, text her during this i'm like are, uh, and then i'm like are they just putting this out there because it's halloween weekend and they don't want to put anything good because people <laughs> are busy doing halloweeny stuff so they're just gonna throw out their kind of lesser carla kept, kept out hope she kept thinking oh there's gonna be a twist it's gonna get better so it did not okay <laughs> it did not it spiraled it really circled the dream uh yeah we kept we kept waiting plot twist plot something nothing 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 um <laughs> i mean it kept getting worse and worse and finally i mean i got more interested in the the ad for eyebrow filler that was on than the plot of this movie uh the decorations were even bad it gets a three on atmosphere the hotness of three sidekick side plot i don't think there was one chemistry these two was, was like combining broccoli and chocolate chip cookie. Like <laughs> nothing, ha nothing going together there. It was kind of like ew. Fashion is a one. Diversity we already covered that. Um, je ne sais quoi, whatever. The Christmasiness a one. Total trees one point two. So let's move on. We have better news for you, listeners. So <laughs> <laughs> d d don't you don't need to stop to watch Crafty Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I, I I will agree with that. And I honestly, I was like holding out hope to the And I was like, there's going to be a good twist on this. They're going to really pull this together in the end and we're going to understand. And then it never came. And I was so no, disappointed. It definitely I, never came. <laughs> and so I had, I, as a writer, I had to really sit down and think about like, what was my challenge with this movie? And, and it was on two <laughs> issues, right? One is 
the crafty, just like you brought up Kathleen, the whole crafty piece. Now, if I'm going to have that in the title, then to me, the crafty should be a part of the plot in yeah. some way. She that owns they, a craft store. We're doing, you know, he's craft challenged. To, I mean, they have to do some kind of challenge to get to the to the end, right? To the satisfying end of somehow. And he's got to be invested in helping her in some way, right? There was no investment, right? There's no cause for investment. No, so, no. So the, other thing, <laughs> the second thing I would say is the stakes. They never really established the stakes in the movie and that is why it kind of unraveled really Oh, well. it was so confusing. Well, he had these sort of financial problems. You didn't know what <laughs> There was something about a bad plumber. I mean, <laughs> was weird. Like, but there was nothing like really tied to the core of the movie, which is No, it was terrible. <laughs> you know, so so the so the, the stakes for either of them in terms of getting this coin and this money because i mean honestly the stakes really were should be the opposite right and keeping it once you figure out that's a thirty thousand dollar coin you know the stakes are really keeping you really have to give them a good reason to want to go find the person and give it back yeah if they did not the stop. logic was just <laughs> missing yeah <laughs> And so for that reason, I I gotta say, I'm not gonna give it a tree rating, but what I will say is if you gotta spend time with a Christmas movie this season, this is not one of those that you really need to spend your time with. Like if you don't have anything else to do <laughs> and you've watched every other movie and you're like, this is the only one I haven't watched and I have like five hours to wait then you might want to burn two of them on this. But I personally would not. I wouldn't. I would <laughs> keep looking for other things. Maybe it's not Christmassy, you know? But <laughs> you might want to just go on to flip the channel, you know? Yeah. Read I'll one of those books Carla mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Crack open a Explore okay. other forms of media. Yeah. <laughs> Listen so to our podcasts again. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a great thing to do. Okay. So anyway, I think we are both in a, a consensus with crafty Christmas romance, which is uh, no. So, so we're gonna move on to uh, number three uh, this week, which which was delivered by Christmas. Now it was on last Sunday. It, it premiered last Sunday, but we did our show early, so I couldn't talk about it last week. So we're gonna talk about it this week. Now, Hallmark knocked it out of the park again. This was awesome. I love Jingle Bell Bride. I think this is actually better than Jingle Bell Bride. Oh, I missed this one. To kind of put it in perspective. Um, it's a Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Um, it, it was on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel. It starred um, Ian Bailey. So uh, for the veterans, you guys will know him from Switch for Christmas. He was he played opposite uh, uh, Candace Cameron Bure, one of the twins. He was the love interest of one of the twin characters in that movie. And then um, Albina August, who was a black woman. So it was an interracial romance, which was kind of cool. Um, but you will know her from Haley Dean Mysteries. She plays uh, Finch's love interest in that. So that's so so it was really what i have to say the the chemistry between these two was great from the beginning 
okay? They're a beautiful couple, they look good together, and they definitely have the smolder factor. Um, the storyline is a slow burn romance kind of thing where they kind of meet each other, but they don't. <laughs> it's, it's weird, right? I mean, which makes it a kind of a unique story for a Christmas story. So what happens is they kind of had the meet cute over the Christmas tree. And um, so they see one another, but they're not introduced. So they don't know one another. But then they have a later phone. Oh, wait, is this the one? Where, yeah, I think I started watching this one and then I fell asleep. Yeah. This one looked good. Yeah. And so yeah, this okay. has a later phone call, which they actually start having discussions, but they don't know that the person they're talking to on the phone is the right. same person they had to meet cute with over the tree. So the so that's kind of the the you know, the kind of the core of the movie. And so the whole time we're like, get together, get together, get together. <laughs> you know, it's like you really wanna see this couple together. They they mesh well, they communicate well. I mean the the, the, the uh, I would say the writing was fantastic on this. The, the good back and forth, um, how it kind of all unravels is really good. Um, it felt natural, didn't feel forced. I really thought it was a cute, sweet story. So um, I would definitely, um, oh, the big thing, the Christmas factor was off the chain with this one right it was just like oozing <laughs> Christmassy uh environment you know like the the scenery and everything was super Christmas nice um and I think they filmed it actually in the summer which makes it like even more of a hmm. you know I heard that this um I heard that you know a few months ago that most of the Christmas movies and I and we actually saw it kind of play out this year but most of the Christmas movies that we see that are all Christmassy and everything um they're actually filmed during the summertime. And then Probably why they're always up in Canada. Yeah, it was like <laughs> snow and everything um, to, to do the movies. So anyway, sometimes when you see these movies where like, um, like you'll see in a royal holiday where she's like outside with a sleeveless gown on, <laughs> all snows around her, like how are you not red and freezing to death? Yeah, exactly. Again, <laughs> as a former Vermonter, uh, <laughs> Kind of unrealistic. Yeah, so it's probably, you know, 100 degrees outside mm -hmm. when they were doing it. <laughs> so anyway, I would definitely say um, uh, for last weekend, uh, Delivered by Christmas was probably my number one pick of the week. It was amazing. Very good story. Aww. Very good chemistry. Loved it. Just felt like Christmas and I had the awe factor after it was Aww. over. I can't believe I wasted my time on crappy, crafty Christmas. <laughs> so mad but see the great thing is it'll come on like you know 500 times this week so yeah and <laughs> listeners at home now you don't have to waste your time we're taking one for the team for you here <laughs> okay they're providing a public important public service <laughs> all right so we're going to take a very quick break but we'll be back with our hot or not picks um christmas movie pick for the week Alrighty. Now available on paperback and an ebook, the hilarious romantic comedy The Twelve Days of Christmas by USA Today bestselling author K.O. Brady. Both recovering from heartbreak, Gabby and Dave fall for each other after Dave sends a misdirected text message to the wrong woman. But it's a comedy of errors when they try to meet face to face. Murphy's Law strikes and they may never see or speak to each other again. However, Gabby thinks Dave may be the one, so she accepts the mission to unite them before Christmas Day. 
Now she's got eight days and 12 days to find the man of her dreams. But Dave is hiding something. Three big things. Even if Gabby finds him, will his secrets keep them apart? Rediscover all the joy and wonder of the Christmas season when you pick up this heartwarming story today. To find out more about the 12 Daves of Christmas, visit klbradyauthor.com or pick up your copy at Amazon, Apple, Kobo, or Barnes & Noble today. our movies for the week and now we're on to our hot or not picks and this week we're going to start with Kathleen so Kathleen what were your hot or not picks for the week okay so I was overachieving this week and uh watched two additional Christmas movies (laughs) (laughs) and uh the first one was called A Dream of Christmas with Andrew Walker Nikki Deloche and Cindy Williams and old people like me might remember her from Laverne and Shirley she's Shirley one of the fun parts about watching these Christmas movies is when these like random people show up like Cindy Williams (laughs) and the next movie has a really random person too um so this movie uh takes place this it's kind of like it's a it's a kind of a take on it's a wonderful life a woman has a happy marriage and then it's like why did i get married i should have you know pursued my dreams and you saw this too carla right yeah at some point yeah carla's seen them all really um So, I mean, you know, I liked it. The outfits were pretty good. Not that Christmassy. It takes place in kind of an urban setting. The assistance outfits, though, were fabulous. So I would say if, you know, you're interested in that, it wasn't that Christmassy, but her outfits, the movie's worth a watch just for her outfits. And she does have this classic ugly Christmas sweater. Even she makes it look good. Um, The environment, again, it's in the city. It's not super Christmassy. There's a lot of fake trees. They misidentify the Christmas trees at some point. I know since, you know, the Christmas tree farm girl that I am, Uh, but it's okay. (laughs) It's it's so, you know, the the environment gets like, you know, four or five. Side plot, sidekicks, they did a good job there. Um, There's a nice love triangle with the hot client. So there's some good chemistry there. And, you know, the, the love interest and kind of thing going on diversity is a zero and i'm sorry this is from 2016 it's not that old so you know this brought the total score down also viewers i i i reviewed this the numbers early in the morning and i forgot our scale was one to five so it's one to ten i figured you guys are smart enough to to figure that out though and then most important the je ne sais quoi the joie de vivre the christmas spirit facet of this movie i give it a 10 because this movie really is about Christmassy feels here. It's, you know, being grateful for what we have, um, thinking about appreciating, you know, and uh, that whole thing that we all, I'm getting little goosebumps even thinking about it. So there's, it's it's really, it's it's wonderful for that. So I would, I give it a hot-ish rating of uh, six but it could go a little higher. I think Carla liked it more than I did. So it was it was good. I wasn't I wasn't trying to figure out when it was going to end. Let's put it that way. Okay? <laughs> and sometimes I am. Like <laughs> you know, they're not all riveting, let's face it. So <laughs> Okay, so should I talk about the next one or Ooh, do we have time? Yeah. Okay. So the next one I watched was called Falling for Christmas. I think it has a different title in Canada. This one was a completely different 
uh, scene. It's, it takes place up in the, the Canadian Rockies. It's beautiful. Uh, it had wonderful Christmas environment. There's snow all over, real snow all over the place, mountains. They watch a sunset. They even go ice fishing. Great first date pick there, you know, sitting around with a bunch of old men and a hold around the ice. But, you know, it's, it's real. The one thing that was weird is that they had this fake fireplace. I don't know if that's just too hard to film or what, but it kind of rankled me. I mean, you can't get like a real log, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. It was annoying, um, but the environment was good. Very Christmassy. The outfits, ooh, not good. Uh, I give it a two, um, be, you know, Canada's not known for their fashion. I mean, there's a lot of pastel and a lot of plaid. Nothing, <laughs> not, <laughs> a lot of pink, a lot, a lot of women wearing pink, which doesn't seem very, I don't know, you know, she's an ice skater. Oh, the plot. Yeah, it's about an ice skater who, um, you know, is re doing rehabilitation, you know, at this resort and she runs into this uh, ex-pro hockey player and well, you know. Oh, I forgot the stars. Yes. Okay. So the stars are Le Leah Renee Cudmore, Niall Matter, if you guys know any of these people. Yeah. And oh, you do? Carla's shaking her head. Oh yeah, she knows them. But yeah. most exciting of all, Lisa Welchel, I'm not pronouncing her name right, who's Blair from Facts of Life. Okay. Imagine, listeners at home, in two Christmas movies, two stars from the past pop up. Which Gen <laughs> Xers, like, it's major. Like, oh, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Blair, and she had better outfits, I will say. So her character is the mother of the ice skater. And which is kind of weird because she doesn't look that much older, um, but they did kind of look alike. But the weird part about this movie is she kind of falls for the brother of the main love interest. So that's a little creepy. Like they're going to be just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a little weird, um, but but she did a great job and the, sub, the subplots and the sub characters were good. So I'm going to give them an eight. The hotness chemistry, I'm going to give that an eight. It was pretty good. It got better as the, the movie went on. Diversity, okay, again, zero. Mm -hmm. None. Yeah. Like, not nothing. Um, the je ne sais quoi, the Christmasiness, I'm giving it a seven. It made me feel cozy. It wasn't great, um, but, you know, definitely, you know, if you... It's on Amazon. Instead of Crafty Christmas, uh, go over there if you're desperate. <laughs> That's right. It's also an Up TV movie, so it'll probably be on Up TV. Oh, so, yeah. Carla's got her finger on the pulse, so she, yeah. So, <laughs> Falling for Christmas. It's it's a seven. Or total Christmas tree is five point three. Sorry, the Jeunesse Quoi was a seven. Five point three. So that's my score for that one. Awesome. All right. And I would say my feeling on the two, I probably. Um, I probably would have given um, Falling for Christmas maybe a little, like a, maybe a six to seven or something like that on your scale. But on the whole, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm digging, I'm digging, picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, they could, I mean, <clears throat> they could both be a little higher. They, they really get knocked down because of the zeros for diversity when you actually add them up and divide. Yeah. So. <laughs> And I don't know when Falling for Christmas was made. Um, yes, it was a few years ago. So, but yeah, we're excited that, you know, again, people are turning the corner finally on this. I mean, sure. you know, it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for this week, I have three hots and one not. Okay. So Great. I will, hit, I will hit the highlights on these. So the first thing I did, I had to, was I went and checked out your Christmas wedding planner movie from Netflix. Oh. <laughs> just 
against the veterans, you know, because we kind of talked about last week and we were like, yeah, what does a veteran think of this? And I have to say, I got to agree. <laughs> I was not loving the Christmas wedding planner. Now, what I will say for the, for the veteran viewers, um, so you'll know the, these main <laughs> characters, right? Um, uh, Josh, Jocelyn Hudden or Hunan, however you say her name, um, you guys will know her from When Calls the Heart, the When Calls the Heart spinoff, When When Hope Calls on Hallmark. So Hallmarkies will know her, right? And then she also played in this movie called From Friend to Fiance. And I have to say, she played a, a very similar role that she played in A Christmas Wedding Planner. And, and they almost did some <laughs> of the same stuff, right? But Makes then, it easy for Jocelyn then, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but the difference is, and, and you'll see her performances are almost it's very similar, right? So what I will say is, though, that From Friend to Fiance was a better movie. It, the mm. actual, it, was, it was a better movie than that. But this one, yeah, I was I wasn't feeling it. I would give it a little. I probably I don't I don't remember your diversity score. I probably would have given it a higher diversity score than you. I was actually kind of impressed by the women of color in the movie, and I mean it was kind of a diverse sex selection. They did. Them. They. I mean, compared to the two we just reviewed, where there was yeah. like nothing at <laughs> yeah. all. And I would say this um, personally for the black character, right? N normally the, you have the black woman playing the angry um bitter one right oh um yeah that's kind of a stereotype that's right terrible okay so i i really loved how they flipped it up and they had her playing yeah when this movie she played kind of the ditzy klutz kind of one she kept throwing yeah she kept spilling stuff on herself <laughs> and, and, and touching people with her icing fingers i can myself doing that. you're right now i think i gave it a three i forget what i gave it yeah. but yeah no it's compared to the other two i mean yeah. oh, really. i would give it a little higher on the diversity scale but on the whole Agree. i would say uh, if you got time to what there's plenty of other stuff on on Netflix to watch. Yeah. Uh, don't spend your time with this one. All right. So then my next hot is uh, um no, or my first hot of the week is called Storybook Christmas. It was on Lifetime. Um, and it premiered last year, but it was one of those I didn't watch and I swore I was going to watch it this year. And I got to tell you, I did not have high hopes, which is why I didn't watch it last year. I was like, oh, you know, it just to me, it did not look like it was going to be great. And then I watched it. It's on my DVR and I'm not. Oh, oh, you put you put it on the, the coveted DVR. Oh, it's got DVR space and I'm not deleting it. Wow. All right. What's it about? That. The title's not too good. Okay. So Storybook Christmas is basically, um, so the, the characters are this Allie Lieber. Um, mm -hmm. The Hallmarkies will know her from A Gift to Remember, that little series. And then Jake Epstein played in this um, Mistletoe and Menorahs from last, uh, from last year. So Lifetime movie. But anyway, so here's the thing very it's it's very cute little slow burning romance right so kind of start out a little rocky but then it kind of no that's good i was like that yep yeah. okay so um she is an entrepreneur right uh -huh. um and she's running this um party planning business and then um she takes custody of her niece whose parents have passed away in a car accident right so it's kind of, it's got a heart thingy in the mm -hmm. beginning right and then she's trying to balance it all, but she can't balance it all. So she realized she needs a uh, nanny. 
Okay. And she gets a Manny. A Manny. <laughs> oh. Yes. So we get Jake coming in. Uh-huh. And their chemistry is their chemistry is great. Oh. One, right? So you really kind of want to see this. It's one of those where you were like, get together, get together, get together. <laughs> right? And then, um, but then he's kind of got a sad story in that his parents have passed away. So he kind of relates to the niece on that. Right. Level. Oh, this sounds good. Yeah. yeah. So it, again, their relationship, it, it, it had, there's a good arc on the relationship starts out rough, but it's slowly, you know, mm-hmm. it's slow burn until this thing. And then there is a twist at the end. And I will say, like, I kind of sort of saw it coming, but somebody who's, you know, not used to, like, writing stories all the time may not actually catch it. But I caught it early. Um, But it works. It's a great twist. It works. It definitely is a good way to end that movie. So, and and I, it was one of those, oh, it was one of those movies. Oh, good. Oh, good news. All right. A winner at last. Yes. <laughs> have a hot for Storybook Christmas with Allie Lieber. All right. So we have, um, and I've got two more hot, unexpected, completely unexpected hots. Okay. Um, a candy cane Christmas came on yesterday at eight o'clock. Again, I fell asleep, but I DVR'd it. <laughs> Um, and so this one is um, Mark uh, Ganame and uh, Beverly Mitchell, right, is the star. Now, he was in Always and Forever Christmas last year. It was an interracial romance um, with Lexi Lawson, which I, it, it was, that was cute. Um, it, it's, it's never made like one of my lists, but it's a cute movie you can spend time with. And then she was in Rock and Roll Christmas on Up TV. Okay, so uh, the quick rundown is this. So Beverly's character, right? They, they have this event, a tradition, a Christmas tradition called Candy Cane Lane, which she has loved since she was a kid. She's 10 years old and she just loves this event and it's all Christmas lights and trees and the Santa house where she goes and gives Santa her wish and cotton candy and hot cocoa. I mean, it is the quintessential Christmas event of the season and it happens on this lane that's in her town right so ever since she's the little kid she's been helping organize this thing year after year after year so she's highly invested in this event and then you know like 10 years later the the one of the main organizers comes to her and says hey i'm moving to california to be with my kid she's an older lady older black lady and she says i'm moving away and nobody on the street wants to do candy cane lane anymore <gasps> what Yes. A problem. That's <laughs> that is a problem. I love it. I love the Hallmark drama because it's so much better than real life drama. <laughs> this is a great problem. Okay, so then what happens? So then she she immediately of course she's devastated, right? Sure. And she's like, what am I gonna do? And so um her best friend from childhood basically says, Look. We done. have to do you it. You can't. You got to figure out something new. So she tries to get in the spirit by doing all these new things to kind of get her, like a toy drive and you know, little things. What? She doesn't. She doesn't redo Candy Cane Christmas. Helping out the Singer Center. I am giving away. Okay. No spoilers. All right. It's good. Watch it. <laughs> Except to say 
um, in, as she tries to work out her new traditions, then this uh, love interest enters her life. But it's one of those things where instant chemistry and you want them to be together and there's all these misunderstandings that keep them apart. And all the whole movie are like, get together, get together, get together. When are they gonna get together? So you're like hanging on, waiting for them to get together. And then there's the sweetest of endings, which I will not say, but I will say, you must watch this movie. It oh. is, I would not, when I finished the movie, I swear, I had the the awe. I, I had the awe. Good. It's on my DVR. You you're not, you're racking up a lot of good ones this week. I thankfully I, after Crafty Christmas. I, I'm telling you, I was like with Lifetime, right? I was like, uh, Lifetime, hey. <laughs> and they came back with Candy Cane Christmas, and I was like, okay, you're good. You're and good. guess what? The title yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. And not some mystery <laughs> solid solid movie four to four and a half christmas trees definitely one you want to schedule and make sure that you watch yay good news good news and then the last hot of the this is a highly unexpected uh hot so i kind of fell out of uh like with uh, Nikki Deloach, right? Uh, she did Dream of Christmas, but she did this movie called Christmas Land. And I talked about it in one of my ho, 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 nope. Oh, <laughs> which, why did, why did, why was that a reject? Was that the one with the dog? So, no, 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 that's not the one with the dog. Oh. This is the one where she like gave away a whole town. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, right. Because you were talking about your grandma's land and how you never yeah, give that. I was like, yeah. how did you give away your land? Yeah, that's a plot yeah. problem. Yes. Okay, yeah, all right. So yeah, hello. I, I had big problems with her in that because it was the way she did it. It was just like ditzy, and so I really attached the ditzy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was not loving it. So when I saw this cranberry Christmas, I was like, ah, mm -hmm. oh, right, God. right, yeah. Especially you know, you're in, you don't want to end on a low note. <laughs> yeah. And so I just happened to wake up and I watched it, and oh my gosh, this is good. Okay. So this is kind of a twist on uh, Christmas movies because it's a married couple. Okay. Oh. Yes. So wow. <laughs> you don't see many of those as the you lead characters. So we're starting out good because it's different, right? And then, uh, so it's a married couple and, you know, they are, they're successful. They have this show, it's called Cranberry Lane or something like that. You know, kind of one of those farm okay homey shows that they do together but anyway they're separated and they haven't done the show and then somebody comes into town and so they have to do the show um but they have to kind of put on the the good face well you, it's like a chip and joanna Gaines type of thing they do renovations or what are they doing in this no, show i you know i didn't even i told you i woke up and i kind of caught like I'm, i missed like the 15 we don't even know what their show is about okay <laughs> carla doesn't care she liked it <laughs> really matter because it was really what, what it was really about was the the split right okay so the, i ask all the important questions the couple separated and um and it's clear that the professional lives have gotten between them right and so there were like some big questions in this that i was like wow i'm kind of hanging on to this so um 
uh, they've allowed their uh, professional aspirations to like pull them apart. Mm-hmm. So the big question then becomes, can you have it all right with someone with one of the couple sacrificing their dreams? Right. Ooh, this and is then, pretty heavy for Christmas yeah. movie. And then, and when you realize, okay, you can't have it all. And somebody's got to give up their dreams and who's it going to be? Oh, that is what this story is about, really. And you, you liked it. It had a happy it ending. It was doesn't good. sound doesn't sound very happy to me. It <clears throat> was good. Well, it's a Hallmark movie, so it's not supposed. To, you know, they don't they do dramas on that channel, right? But it's still got a you know it's got a Hallmark ending. Okay. It's got a it's it's got a home. You will not be disappointed by that ending. It's got a true hallmark ending. Okay. Um. But the but but again, yeah. the question becomes: when you see these people pulled mm-hmm. apart, like like who is supposed to give up what? Somebody has to sacrifice. Somebody yeah. got to sacrifice for love. Or or nobody sacrifices, and you and we have no love. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So anyway, <clears throat> I highly recommend uh, if you're looking for something slightly heavier, you know, but with your happy ending, um, go for Cranberry Christmas. Well, at least Nikki got out of her ditzy, uh, yes. you know, she, she pulled herself out of the ditzy realm for you. So that's good. <laughs> pulled herself good news with this one. So I was really happy with her in this one. So now I'm happy with Nikki again. So good. Gonna- okay. <laughs> watching her stuff from now on. <laughs> Let's see what else you you uh you turn up here, Nikki. So um so that's it. That is gonna do it for us for the week. So coming up next week, um we will recap um on Friday we have a Christmas Yule blog on Lifetime and that's a live tweet. Um and I will say I'm looking forward to this one because it takes place in Mexico. Oh, right? cool. Yeah. It sounds good, too. I like their little, you know, little yeah. t- fun title. And the blogger. Uh, okay. An interracial couple. And uh, one of the, you know, one of the characters is um, Mexican. And it looks like it's going to be a good one. Um, oh, I think I saw the preview for that. Yeah, that did look good. That one did look good. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then on Saturday, we've got uh, Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater with Ashley Williams. I love Ashley is one of my uh, Christmas favorites. So I'm looking forward to that. And then on Sunday, we have the Christmas Ring. And this one actually looks like another kind of multicultural choice. Um, So I'm actually looking forward to this. Um, And then some of our hot or not watches may or may not include, depends on what we got time to do, the 12th date of Christmas, um, which is, um, I forget who's playing in that one. Uh, It's skipped my mind now. But anyway, um, Holly and Ivy, which is going to be a clear tearjerker and I really got to be in the mood. <laughs> what, what's that one about? So Holly and Ivy is about, um, and it looks like a Latina story, right? Okay. Um, where this woman finds out she's dying. She's got two kids. Oh. And, and this other oh. woman, uh, volunteers to take her kids. Oh, it's like stepmom. Oh, yeah. It's remember? A, yeah. 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 That's, <clears throat> yeah. So I, 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 
in the mood and uh you know have maybe a lot of wine or something to deal with that one yeah and you feel then, like catharsis yeah <laughs> later on this evening we've got uh the christmas aunt coming on which i will recap next week and i'll find, figure out if it's a hot or not but the christmas aunt um rudy from uh the cosby show yeah uh, Pulliam is, is in that one so cool is she the lead, Carla? Or? Yes, she is the lead. Oh, awesome. She awesome. Yeah. That one sounds good. It sounds like it might be a little funny. Yeah, it's supposed to be funny. I mean, you know, I'm always excited when they have a little a little humor in these. <laughs> a, Gen, a Gen Xer, one of those star drop things. So, yeah, we got it. So. I, w- I, like they sh- I wonder if they get together with, like, Blair from the Facts of Life. <laughs> there's, a, there's a movie from last season where uh, three out of four of the Facts of Life stars were in it. Really? <laughs> for you. Yes. Wow. I, you, know, I, you know, all the Genexers were like frozen. <laughs> where are they now? Now we know. Good. It was good. Anyway, so that is going to do it for us today. Thank you so much to my music show editor, Will B. He created all the custom music for the show. He's on IG at Man Cave Music 25. Until next time, remember at Chicks on Flicks, we can never have too many Christmas movies. We can only have not enough Christmas movies. Please don't forget to subscribe and tell your Christmas movie loving friends about our show, which you can find on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and guess what? This week we added Amazon Audible, so you can listen to us on Amazon. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> so that is it for us. We'll see you next time. Bye, Bye everybody. Ho, ho, ho.